Marina, very happy to have you on here. Thank Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for listening. That'll about do it. Um, thank you so much for coming on. No, um, no, I, I'm, I'm really glad that we were able to, uh, to, to set this up and, and, and get this going here. Um, yeah. So one more time, thank you. And I don't want to hear thank anything. Thank you. Can no, <laughs> I bleep that? Um, so when, just jumping right in here, when yeah. did you start making music? Um, probably when I was like in middle school or early high school, when I like started trying to write songs, I would say. I was singing way before that. I um, I grew up singing in churches. So that's where I entered as like a toddler in you know, a community church choir. Um, but I didn't start my own music until my adolescence probably. And I mean, when I say my own music, it was like, I don't even want to, I'm glad that I never recorded it. Like It wasn't, it wasn't really music in a way. It was like pieces, thoughts, musical thoughts, I guess. Um, And then I didn't really take it seriously. Um, I mean, privately, I took it very seriously, but um, I didn't start, you know, songwriting until um like my early 20s okay so took it took a little hiatus there yeah I mean there was you know like different it it wasn't necessarily like a hiatus but it was like different versions of something now when you got back into it in your early 20s were you singing in bands were you just joining other people's projects and then singing in those um I guess I was just kind of, I mean, I was always in musical groups-ish, kind of like I was in this, I was in Sacred Harp in college, which is this, another kind of choir that um, you read shape notes. Um, And I was in different kind of groups in, around my school and then in high school as well. But I think I was always just I think it took me, I, I always think of myself as a late bloomer because I think it just took a long time for me to admit to myself that that's something, that that's that's who I am and to accept. I, I didn't have any artists in my family and um, it was like until my 20s, I hadn't met like a woman who wasn't a mom, like a grown grown woman who wasn't a mom. So it was just a, I grew up, I mean, not in like a conservative town or anything like that, but just in a environment that didn't, you know, all the, I don't know. I think it just, it was hard for me to imagine what my life would look like if I just accepted myself as an artist. Um, so yeah, I, long story short, <laughs> yes. I was in musical groups, but they weren't, I never really like put my full self into it until later, I would say. What was the the final straw that you said, all right, I'm going to finally put my, my whole self into this? I think I was just tired of hiding and I was tired of, um, I mean, I was in a lot of pain, you know, to not 
be doing something that I wanted to do and not knowing how to do this, how to complete certain steps in order to get myself going. And it was almost like, I've just had enough with how annoying these, these loops of self-doubt are. So it kind of was just like, I put that aside for the first time and just let myself be. And, um, yeah, I mean, I still, it's still an ongoing process. I think it's just, I still like, I definitely see myself now as a songwriter and as an artist, but it's still like, not, it's still like a path that you're forging constantly. Yeah. It's it's not just done. It's, it's right. It's always evolving. Ongoing. Yeah. Looking back on it now with, with some uh, retrospect, uh, do you think that that was important for you to take that gap of, uh, of, of time of not, you know, doing any kind of singing at all or being a part of any groups? And did that forge where you are now musically? Yeah, I mean, again, I think it was all, I was definitely still doing it behind closed doors, but publicly I was so self-conscious. I was so perfectionistic. And those were just things that I needed to kind of like get over. I needed to like get over myself basically. And so, um, yeah, I think I'm grateful for that, but I was never the kind of kid in high school who had a really cool band and like, you know, played shows and I really wanted to be, but I was. Shit, Maria, I'm I'm so sorry. Um, I was under the impression that you were. Um, so we're gonna have to wrap this up because you know, <laughs> and, you know. yeah, that was so believable. I good. Um, I, I I was trying yeah. to see that in the mirror. I thought there was like started. an internet connection problem. <laughs> no, no, it's just a personal problem. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And it it, it cannot be resolved, much like a computer problem. Yeah. No. Uh. But uh, you 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 weren't a part of groups. Uh. In in your um. I mean, what people call formative years but yeah but just a little bit afterwards it wasn't a huge huge gap no I mean it was always just like it was always there you know and it was always like at like something that I was dabbling in but um yeah I think it just took more time for me to like surrender to the fact that that's just what I what I wanted to do it was like, oh, I didn't, yeah, it was hard for me to, to jump over that hurdle and not that people weren't, you know, cheering me on or I was so supported. So it was just my own internal battle, I think. And it took me a while for, to, you know, to, to quiet the voices in my head. And have they remained silent from then on? Uh, yeah. And after that, no. <laughs> They are, I mean, they're, they can be very loud, but I think I have way more tools now. And as I keep going, um, I'm like realizing that I'm not as much of a late bloomer as I thought, you know, I've been writing music since I was 15 and singing since I could talk and music, it was always there. It just took me a long time to accept that, I guess even though it's like the biggest gift ever, you know, it's also just not, no, not normal, you know, or not what I thought was normal. And, um, I think I just, yeah, again, didn't really know at growing up what I was scared of 
the path because I had no examples and you know all of my role models were musicians and people that I listened to but I was like how do I get from here to there you know and it it didn't make any sense to me so um it just took a while I mean it just took actually walking your own path to to figure that out sure a trailblazer if you will yes a trailblazer exactly if you will it's yeah <laughs> I'll take up, it up to you <laughs> Uh, so what was it? What was kind of the first move that you made that you felt okay? This is, this is heading to what I what I want to do, where I want to be. I mean, I think when I when I was forming my first record, or it's actually not even my my first my first first record, which isn't really a record. It, I just released it on Bandcamp, but it's called Rabbit It's a record. Rabbit. It's 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 a release. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's totally a release, but yeah. yeah Try to find it on Discogs. It's going to be way expensive. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. how rare it is. Gotcha. Yeah. I have enough for um, points. I get it. You're looking for a near mint, a very good <laughs> plus. Yeah. Uh, that was written in between, I think I right, right before I turned 24, I think. And it was right before I moved to LA. And um, I recorded it in LA and then I decided to move here. Um, I followed someone out here to be with them and then that ended. But I I think in that step, I really was moving for music and um, I stayed for music. You know, I think I, I was never expecting to live in LA and I never really had it on my periphery. Um, and it kind of just fell into my lap. And I realized there was all these amazing musicians that were my friends. And it just felt like I was getting these quiet, um, this quiet validation that I needed at the time where people, you know, were listening to my random song on Bandcamp and coming up to me and being like, oh, I listened to that. And it was great or whatever. And just that to me meant so much because I think I was very quietly asking for validation but it it was um but I wasn't putting my full self out there just in case I didn't get it so I got the teeniest little bit because I gave the teeniest little bit and then it just started from there I guess and then I was like you know what fuck it like I I like this it's probably the one of the only things that I'm actually good at so I'm just gonna do it and um that kind of was the the seedlings of my first record Candle Power that came out on vinyl and that's how I landed my um my record deal which was really exciting and um yeah I mean Candle Power that term sort of means exactly what we're talking about you know feeding this inner flame um that felt like a little candle and um listening to it yeah <laughs> i like it so that, that that really was the um the first hard copy tangible release from you yes yes and that yeah. came out re recently we're talking about 2021 now that came out in 2021 correct yeah i, I mean do the, a lot i do of the research songs, okay I'm yeah just letting you know yeah a lot of those songs were written years before that and i had tons of songs that i was sifting through but with i just collected 
seven songs out of a bunch and compiled the record. So it was sort of like a backwards way of making an album kind of. Um, and then, yeah, laced kind of a loose narrative or inner logic for me at least. Um, and then that kind of referred to what I was trying to get at, which was, yeah, what we're talking about of um, the power of, I mean, in darkness, the you're you're forging a lot of power a lot of the times, um, whether or not you are aware of it. And that's kind of what it felt like was this coming to terms and also end of end of a chapter that um, was causing me a lot of sorrow in a way. So making the album was a was kind of a way for me as a like I used it as a ladder to get myself out of it. And did a sense of relief come over you when it came out? Was it like, all right, finally I'm over this hurdle or? Yeah. I mean, it really was like that. It felt like a, it felt like a blooming in a way. And, and then I was also just, I had so much momentum because I had been stifling all of this energy for so long that the next record centrifics came out really quickly and, um, kind of riding on that wave of excitement and feeling like like this arrival or sense of arrival mm -hmm. did you know what you wanted candle power to sound like before you even put it out did you did you know like what songs you wanted to put on the first release or did that kind of just come afterwards you know there were probably songs that I really liked that um just didn't really fit the message or didn't really speak to the other songs very well. Um, and I was like totally willing to uh, release it myself, but I, I sent it to like a bunch, I sent it to probably like, it was over COVID too. So I had a lot of time on my hands. And, during and so did they to read those emails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I honestly think that was a huge part of it was like, I got a lot of responses back and I don't think it was because of the like the music necessarily like I think it was because people just had time finally and I I was like such a sleuth and would like just find out a name and then just be like at Matador you know and sent it embarrass myself and sent it like pathetically to like so many people but it was also you know it, I shouldn't even say, I shouldn't put myself down because at the same time, even though that is kind of like, there's a part of me that's, you know, wants to be this DIY rocker. There's also a part of me that recognizes like, I want to have a career out of this and I labels, you know, there's so much to be said and I don't know, don't quote me on this, but they're, they're just like, they're also there to be a team for you. And so, sure. yeah, I guess that's a pretty neutral comment. Yeah, but, that's, um, that's, that, that's fine. That'll, yeah. That'll, yeah, that'll, that'll do. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to, to really commit to myself in that way and just go for it. And um, yeah, it was just, it was fun. It was fun to finally have like, um, like it felt like I was in line with a mission that I really wanted, you know, which um, 
which felt really good and very new for me. But and you're not, not going to board a mission. I mean, you're you're too far deep in it. You got. I'm too far deep. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I think I kind of work well with goals, and I think that's kind of what songwriting is too to me. Is like when I'm working out a song, those are some of the that's like how I anchor myself in the day and that sort of becomes a goal I mean loosely I'm not like super militant about like finishing a song on a certain day or something like that but having that going on throughout your day coming back to the song throughout your day that's such an amazing way to go through the day you know and what my best days and my my a perfect day for me would be coming back from a walk and, you know, writing a little bit of the song and then going off and doing some errands. And it's just like this amazing way to live out a very, you know, our very complicated lives, you know, that we can be two things at the same time through in a day I guess when did you initially write these songs was it kind of close to when the album I mean came out or within a a few years spanned or some of them were written like weeks before I sent the album out and some of them were written one of them was written I think the oldest one was three years old um so yeah a big swath of time um in between the songs yeah, it's, well, it's a, it's a my, lot of walks a lot of walks a lot of walks no certain. truly so many walks and then centrifics meanwhile was written really quickly it, it was written like in about six months I mean it was maybe three to six months I guess where all, all of the songs were were written at the same time basically wow um now as we said before the the candle power it's it's seven songs and it's over 20 ish minutes it's really short it's 18 minutes it's Mm -hmm. yeah i wanted i always thought of it as an ep but then the my label wanted to um share it as a as a mini album that's what we were calling it i like it mini album Mm -hmm. (laughs) um now was that did you intentionally want to keep it at around seven songs just to give a taste of like this is this is what kind of music I'm I'm making it this is who I yeah am. I mean it was definitely like an intro and also it's very much fine it was because I was broke you know and didn't have an advance so I was recording it just from the goodwill of my friends and just didn't really have that many resources so um that was the reason why it's so short I guess it's concise, yeah. not short, concise. Yeah, concise. Yeah. yeah concise. Now, going, going back to uh, speaking about how you developed your voice, uh, did that take some time to to kind of distinguish what your own voice was? Um. Yeah, I guess it did. I mean, I in college, I did a lot of avant-garde music, and um, I was really into Meredith Monk, and I did, I was really into graphic scores. And there's all there's these kind of like Dada experimental um, pieces where a graphic score is basically like there's it could be anything really. I mean, I don't want to get too. It's avant garde. I mean, yeah, I don't want to get too abstract here, but like you can just literally the score would be like a little scribble 
and it would be like interpret the scribble vocally. So that kind of freed me up a lot with what I thought singing was. And um, up until then, I don't think I had, I felt in some ways like confined and I felt like there was this other part of me that wasn't being able to come out or have access. But yeah, I think I think it did take a while for me to come into my voice and to practice its range and to play with it more. Um, I mean, I, I always sang and I was always in choirs and singing was just very, always very natural for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I didn't, I was in plays and musicals and stuff growing up, but I was never, you know, the lead singer because I'm shy and introverted. And so I didn't really think, I didn't really come into my voice similarly, like I didn't come into myself until I found a way to be myself independently from what I thought. I should be, if that makes sense. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And and it was was candle power a, a huge turning point for you? Like this is what I want to do and this is how I want it to yes. sound. Yes. Totally. Okay. Like yeah. Good. good, good, good. I I like the totally on that. Not just yes, it was totally. Totally. I would absolute. say absolute. I would say it was that is absolutely true. Um so candle power came out in 2021. I had already basically written the songs for centrifics because again candle power was kind of like a collection of old songs in a way so meanwhile i'm writing songs while candle power is waiting to be released blah blah, blah. it takes forever in my head i mean really it, it didn't take long at all um and was it was it like immediately after you started working on centrifics it was like kind of just the, the release think, and then yeah i mean i think i had already started Oh, I had definitely already started writing songs before Candle Power even came out. I mean, I think that's pretty, I think that's common, you know, like I'm, you just, it's just such a funny process putting out an album and um, recording takes forever. And then the label always wants to, you know, promote it for like, especially a new artist like me, like take a lot of time to cushy it up and make it really special each little asset you know and um so it, it just takes a long time and meanwhile I'm the really my favorite part about being a musician is is writing the songs so I'm kind of like always chomping at the bit to keep writing because I think that's just the most fun part for me so um yeah, Candle Power came out. I had basically already, I think I had just, okay, so Candle Power came out in June and then I started recording Centrifics in July. Oh, so, so you, you you took a, a, a breather. Yeah, I took yeah. a breather. Kinda, but it was so, away for a minute. again, it was just like, it had been building up in me for like so long. It felt like I kept using this metaphor of like, the tap is already on, you know, so I just want to like put the bucket underneath it because it's just coming out because I've been trapping it in for so long. So it, it sounds like, it sounds like a lot, but it was really, 
it was really organic. It wasn't like me trying to push it or something like that. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I, I'm taking a little bit more time now with, uh, the album that I'm kind of not even ready to like really, you know, go into, but that I'm like sort of writing as a landscape right now. And I think that's, it's, I'm, I'm realizing the, how nice it is to not have, to just take my time more with this one. Right. Have you already felt that with working on this new album that you're, you know, uh, taking more time on here, that it's, it's coming out differently than these last two releases? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm really excited about it. I think part of part of being a a creative person or an artist or whatever a musician songwriter whatever you want to call it like is that you're always sort of I always feel like I'm approximating myself a little bit closer you know and you can never really get to the center of it because being present in yourself like there is no center necessarily so um yeah, I'm having a lot, a lot of fun allowing the songs to, the energy around these songs, it feels like they're bloom, they're like, they're ruminating for a longer time. They're, they're ripening. They're sure. ripening. And like, yeah, the lyrics, a lot of the lyrics haven't even really come out yet. And that's new for me. I'm usually really quick with lyrics. And I just, I've, I've been like, it feels like a little bit more mature feeling, I guess. And my stepmom's a writer and she always says this really great pearl of wisdom where like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't just use whatever word comes to you first. Like you should really wait for the right, the exact word. And I feel like that's kind of what this album is feeling like, like it's, kind of subterranean and it's like emerging and rather than centrifics which felt like it was just this blast of information almost mm -hmm. and I was just like scrawling <laughs> to try to get it down as fast as I could so yeah I think I think it's always for me really exciting the beginning part of making an album right it, it it seems like um you're in a good position right now because you've shown that it, you know obviously you could put out something really quick and then you could also let things ripen yeah as we've said yeah I mean everyone has such a different point of view on this and I don't think there's like a right or wrong way it's just like how how you exist in the world as an artist but I'm also just really not one of those people that listens back to a song and wishes that it sounded different you know like I'm like whatever it's already done thank god let's move on like it, it, it's out onto the next it's out I don't don't worry about it you know it's like it's already there hopefully like I want the kind of career where I'm gonna write so many records you know or just to me that's the most fun part so that's what I want to be putting my attention to but I also understand that like that's not always the case and people there's a lot of beauty and and being slow to writing it too 
Right. Now, going back to your writing process, is it usually lyrics first and then instrumentation or vice versa? It's usually like, I'll get like, okay, for example. You go on a walk, you come back. I'm going on a walk. (laughs) I'm in my neighborhood. No, I, this is a great example because this is really, this is not always true, but I'm glad that this happened because this is a good example. When I was at work, I work, I used to work at this little cafe and someone said, oh, I really like your outfit. And I said, thanks. I got dressed in the dark this morning. So that means a lot. And then I was like, oh, I got dressed in the dark is kind of a nice line. That's just, there's so much in there. And then I was just like thinking about it throughout the day. And then like a little melody came while I was like busy clearing a table or something like that. and. So it's sort of like that, like, it just like something like on Candle Power, there's this one song called Original Goodness. And there's this one word chasm that's in it. It's And then I kind of wrote, I really love that, that word. I, I thought it was like a really beautiful word and it illustrated kind of the, the meaning behind the song. So I kind of built the song around that word. But it's not always like that too, you know, I'll have a melody before lyrics, but I think one or the other, like it just kind of is in my head for a long time and I'm repeating it and then something else follows it. And then, so it's like this little marriage that happens, hopefully, ideally, it's not always like that. Uh, has, Has there been something that has been ruminating? Uh, that you try to work into a an idea for a song it, it just didn't it never came oh, together yeah. I think for me it's it's actually more like I'm so not like an instrumentalist so whenever I'm like okay I'm gonna be a really like when I like redirect and I'm like okay I'm gonna be a good guitar player finally because I'm like I can't I'm like very much just an intermediate player <laughs> you know and don't really like put in the scales to make myself better so when I'm really like feeling down about myself about that I'll be like okay I'm gonna be really good and write this cool like interlude thing and then it just never works like I mean I think I think I write kind of more intuitively and again just accepting that that's okay rather than I'm going to be this kind of like songwriter that has verse chorus or verse verse you know pre-chorus chorus and and writing songs like that is fun but especially with this new album I'm just really letting myself you know more than I have in the past I guess just writing what I want to hear what I what I feel like what's coming up for me and then I can edit it later if it's like too weird or doesn't make sense or something like that but um not trying to edit it while I'm making the music to conform to an idea oh that's going to be really good if I do that and to just feel the the thrill or the presence of of 
writing the music as it's coming up if that makes sense right 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 yeah so, okay. so i mean uh be, being able to edit and not and I, again kind of it seems like it's going back to the core idea of like have not rushing or, yeah. or i'm not not rushing but like have letting it breathe letting it have yeah. time to letting it breathe i mean that's kind of also it's like a it's like when you're not sure what to do about like a conflict or oh should I quit my job or oh this person made me feel weird should I say something to them and like sleeping on it and then the next day for like some mysterious magical something happens when you're asleep and you just know that what you should do you know I kind of wait if something's not moving I don't want to move it for it like I'm like I'm here to just wait I have all the time in the world so I'm just gonna listen until something something new comes up but with that said I do think you need to give it attention it's not like you, you shouldn't be neglecting it I mean, right you can't neglect move it on its own it, but you can't it you gotta... dims you know when you start neglecting it so you have to keep coming back to it but it does feel like and all the time spent that you feel like is pointless is it is moving somewhere, I guess. Even if you don't see it moving, it is yeah. in, in the process of moving. I, I don't know where you're going with that. I don't, I wasn't <laughs> calling you at all. Um, where did the title uh, for the, the second album, Centrifics, right? I'm, I'm saying that correctly. Okay. So yeah. I, I want to make sure. I didn't want to yeah. fuck up again. No, thank you. Centrifics. Um, <clears throat> where did that title uh, name come from? I was going to call the album Yes, 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 Yes. That was the beginning. That was what I was go what I was going to do for a long time because I really liked the concept of when you say that five times or however many times that is like I think that was that was five times. Five times, yeah. Something like kind of shifts with you on like a cellular level and it also always makes someone laugh and it's yes 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 you know there's like an urgency and it's excitement. like a little excitement it's like this little kid sense of joy and um but then I kind of was like okay let's just let's use that but try to find a word that is a little more elegant I guess or I don't know something that sounds that really doesn't make because so, sometimes I would say it to someone and they would actually just like laugh so I was like okay I don't know if it's not like a, it's not that funny <laughs> or I'm not like the album's not like hilarious, you know? So it's like, I thought maybe I should. Yeah. I think an album title directs the listener. It's sort of like a thesis statement. It doesn't always have to be, but that's kind of how I, I, how I view it. So. You gotta um, have a good hook, like in an essay. Yeah. It sure. has to have like the umph to it and there will be, I mean, I feel bad saying this, but definitely like if it doesn't have a great title, I'm not as like oh, attracted to it. I mean, I guess that's not that bad. It's right. pretty neutral again. Do you view candle power and centrifics uh differently than from, from one another? Yeah, totally. I mean, they're different different albums. Well, how so? Does it uh, does it invoke different feelings when you when you go back or if you play it or or if you're listening back to them or just even in hindsight looking back 
at what you were writing about during that process for yeah. both the album things? Yeah, totally. I mean, um, Candle Power has this, it's all about like stepping into the light and then Centrifix is about being, being, trying to be more okay with being in, out of the shadows, you know? So they speak to each other. I mean, I don't know how how they wouldn't in a way they're they're all from the same person so they definitely are talking to each other but um yeah I think of centrifics as sort of um a step an exaggerated step forward like I think looking back on the album I'm, I'm so proud of it but I also see how I wanted to be really bold so that I could do whatever I wanted and um, how like now I'm seeing how that's informing how I'm writing these new songs that feel more um, inward, I guess. So I think, I think it, like if you were to even just like put all of my songs all the songs that I've ever written, there would be a trajectory or a, like, at least I would be able to see, see it. Sure. So I think I do see them as separate, but they're also, you know, there, there's in, similarities to it because it similar, is going yeah. from you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and uh, just so I know we are including the, um, the other recordings that, that you did make when you're in like sixth grade, seventh grade, <laughs> yeah. that's, that is on the table as well. I just want to, I just want to know Aww. how far we're. Those ones are actually probably about. better than like when I was like 18, I bet. But yeah. It's more you than you ever. Exactly. Be. Right. Um, do you view the songs from, from both these albums in a different way now performing them live? And oh yeah kind of having them out and in, in, in performing them in front of yeah. multiple people yeah yes I think um especially on on candle power I feel like a lot of those songs even though I love them dearly they're I do they're like very they feel very simple and um I I can see through them, you know, or I think, you know, I still play them because I, I know that I'm not the best. Um, I'm not like the best judge of my own music, but um, yeah, I think that they feel old and with centrifugs, I like playing those songs more because they feel more current to who I am. Um, but they also feel old too. I mean, at this point they're, yeah, like three years old from when I wrote them. And a lot changes in three years, especially in the past three years. So um, I think that's also why I write 
a lot of songs because I like playing new songs at my, like on tour. I like having a bunch of different eras of of who I am to 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 be with rather than sticking to this one this one time frame. So no. <laughs> Um, yeah, is it, uh, do you, do you feel more connected with these songs when you're record writing and recording them or when you're performing them in front of people? Um, I think it depends on the song. I think there are some songs that I can still play live that I feel connected to because they're a more connected song. Um, and then there are other songs that I really don't really don't even really want to play but um I do <laughs> anyway for the uh, audience a true yeah. performer um I think it's a, yeah it, I mean again I think like a song can can change meaning and also the way that I play a lot of the songs live are totally different than how they're recorded um so there's lots I like to to change it up and make it make it feel real for myself and um not be not be intimidated by the recording you know and uh, especially because a, a lot of the times I play solo that's just how it's how it's worked out recently because I've been supporting as a as a direct support to people so you know they request me to play solo so I have to adapt the songs that are have lots of instrumentation and overdubs and drums and whatever to the bare bones of how I I wrote it. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you uh, now usually if you if it's not uh, just you per performing, uh, you usually play with not a full band but but some uh, just other people if you can. Uh, yeah, I mean it depends. It depends on the the venue. I play with the three piece. I brought a th three piece on a on a tour last year um, for my album release show. I had like a mini orchestra. I had I had twelve people on stage, so that was really fun. Um, I know oh, that's that's mini. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ideally, I would play with you know me plus four people, mm -hmm. um, but that's just you know, it's not not always possible and it's it's I think I've grown a lot as a performer kind of being like having been forced to be so naked on stage with just myself and my guitar and um I'm glad for that in a lot of ways does that does that bring you closer to the songs if it's just, I'm just solely you up there is, is, is there a major difference between even two other people and yourself and obviously a full band is is obviously different but yeah. is that the most yeah in tune you feel maybe yeah I mean I think like when you get up on stage and it's just you and the guitar and the room's quiet and you know this last tour that I was on it the headliner did really well and sold out a lot of the venues but we played Troubadour and I don't think that show was sold out actually but it felt like tons you know it felt full and it's so 
I mean, you, I literally just say like a little prayer to myself and then just go and sh- try to show up as much as I can. And I try to just trust myself and not really prepare what I'm going to say, because whenever I do that, it's always so weird and it's never funny. And <laughs> so I just try to kind of enjoy how uncomfortable it is. And um, a lot of the times I think, I feel like I'm almost like this stand-up comic or something. Like, it's like, there's a lot more than the music that you have to bring when it's just you. You kind of have to dazzle in a way. <laughs> like, have a little bit transition. Yeah. Maybe and throw in have, a, a yes, 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 maybe. Yes, exactly. It's, a you just have to like, I really feel like it's like, okay, fuck it kind of feeling of just like stepping on stage and just, you just have to do it and you have to show up and it's better if you're fully present and fully like there than if you're hiding. So unfortunately, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I, what I like to do. Do, do you feel... Um like you're you're hiding in a sense when it's uh, a fuller band and more people are playing with you or is it I mean it's it's still you take it seriously and it's not like it's yeah oh I'm gonna fuck around because there's other people helping helping me with this um but it is different like it's different obviously yeah yeah I think I mean there's it's just such a different experience it's it's less intimidating it's oh it's less there's usually a little bit more um there's more listening involved there's more it feels more like you're in a you know in a band or like um responding I guess because you are so I don't know I don't really feel like I'm hiding more but I'm definitely I don't have to perform as much Mm-hmm. if that makes sense like I don't have to if I'm really quiet that night it's not like awkward because and it's not necessarily awkward to be quiet on stage playing solo but um yeah I think I think there's like a difference where you can you can be more you're almost like a caricature of yourself and when you're playing with a band you I don't know I guess drop into the like the music a little bit more like I feel like I'm more pulled out in a way when I'm playing solo I I, I get that I understand that yeah um now this is a real doozy one I'm just gonna have to say that up front do it what inspires the songs that you write or what tends to inspire you so many things life just um i think i think the songs that i love the most are songs that i feel like were inspired like they're inspired songs um songs that feel like that person just sat down and it like came out of them and it doesn't necessarily matter what it's like about necessarily I mean I think it's I think I try to stay porous and sensitive to 
life. And when I'm numbed out or when I'm, you know, going through bouts of sadness or whatever, um, it's harder to reach. You know, I think a song can pull you out of those things too. And inspiration can come from those things. But I think joy is also a huge inspiration or everything in between too. And um, yeah, I mean, right now I'm inspired. I'm writing about my my uh, mom's side of the family. Um, again, I haven't like, ha I don't have the, the, the thoughts fully formed yet about really what the cons the full concept is but um that's just been calling to me you know to investigate and um I have this like image in my head of she grew up in Nebraska and it's a lot about the prairie and as a girl I as like a little girl I felt really connected to to the prairie and to my to my mom and to Nebraska and um like my ancestors and um so it's sort of me allowing myself to like to talk about that and to go into especially mother-daughter relationships and the complexity with that so there's a lot <laughs> <laughs> the little houses important. out there right yeah. right you know I think I think I think I I'm excited by what is being revealed to me in kind of the investigation of writing the songs um I think it's it's fun to write about potent stuff because it's daunting, but there's also just a lot in there that it's a well, it's a reservoir and it's your experience and you are the storyteller. And a lot of the songs are kind of about things that I've been told that I'm now retelling, but in whatever, it becomes this like myth because, or this like fable kind of, or folklore, because you're pulling, you're cherry picking stories that are whether or not you want to want to like want this that kind of have to find you and it's all just a jumble of of that of you know I don't know if that makes sense no no absolutely yes yeah yes, I'm with you I'm with you yeah. yeah like the stories that my mom told me about her childhood I probably don't even have right in my head but they have informed so much about my life and in turn, I'm writing things, I'm making things up, sort of. I don't, I'm not trying to necessarily. Yeah, but, but you're, like you're telling it through your lens. Yeah, which, and which that's like be... what stories are, kind of. So right. I think there's something so cool about the search for truth is always, especially when you're creating something, is always just a complete myth you know and so like I'm I'm sort of toying with those ideas and trying to find hopefully a better way to talk about it but I think songwriting is such an amazing portal for that hmm. I would say so 
yeah i think it's pretty good (laughs) um what is the most exciting part about making music for you what is the most exciting part i think i think sometimes it's it's rare but sometimes there's like this this feeling of like i got it you know this like your problem solving your problem solving it's not working it's not working and then something just kind of channels through you for a second and it's like this electric pole kind of and um that's yeah I don't know I mean it sounds more mystical than I'm intending it to sound I think it's pretty normal I think it's not like um yeah I'm not trying to alienate anyone by saying that but I think it's like I think that's a really amazing thing that it just feels like what an amazing gift to be able to channel all of these um at times like conflicting feelings and tie it together into this moment and then the moment is being able to be that you can share that with other people so I think you know the power of music is is endless and infinite and I feel I feel very lucky to to be a musician and, and, and a songwriter because of that so I think I think that's my favorite part I think that's a good answer <laughs> um Rena, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I hope I didn't babble as much as I... No, it's good. I like it when the guests talk. I I hear enough of myself. I got to hear what other people have to say. Uh, But but before we wrap it up here, I got some promo to do. So Candle Power, Centrifics are streaming everywhere, wherever the people get their music. That's where they can get it. Um, And you can buy both albums at firerecords.com, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. And or or through the band camp, uh, Marina G. Allen dot bandcamp.com as well right yes good deal and, and um i should say sorry i'm making a website so Ooh. yeah i have a, a domain which is marina allen.com so don't try to buy it it's already taken yeah good luck <laughs> you had your chance okay so that and that'll that'll be up soon hopefully soon yeah we're working on it it's we're it's working in, on it it's in it's it's in it's in production right now yeah and um but up um until that is put up uh, everybody gets safe to date with shows and dates and tours and all that good stuff um by following you on instagram that's the best place right now that's right? probably the best place yeah awesome and that's hello underscore marina underscore allen on instagram <laughs> yes. and do we have anything else to promote uh i'm going on tour in april um that would be helpful great okay i'm, yeah. I'm glad that we're getting it out the end <laughs> i just got off tour but i'm going back on tour from april 20th to june 5th basically okay. awesome and so where, where whereabouts i'll be this? on the east coast in canada and then i'm going to the uk and europe supporting andy Schaff. great musician great stuff okay. and is there any is there anywhere that people could go right now and go check for tickets yeah it all the tickets are available on sale um that's in my bio it's also under andy's bio that probably is better to be honest because 
who knows about my bio, <laughs> but his bio is more legit. So go to his bio. It'll, it'll be linked below whatever you're listening to this on. As yeah. Well. And um, yeah, that, that, that'll be awesome. Are you excited for it? I'm really excited. It's I could really tell fun. you liar. Anyway, <laughs> Marina, thank you so much. Um, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm going to stop recording this. And I'll talk to you in a minute. Okay. Okay. Sounds right. good. Thank you. Thank you.